So right now it is 6.08 p.m. February 18th, 2019, and the weather is currently 30 degrees, but it feels like 24. Partly cloudy. Mine says mostly cloudy. What well, the yours heck? Yours is wrong. Mine is, is, um, have you ever, actually, this is a really rad app. Have you ever heard of, what's it called? Dang it, where is it? Dark Sky? Uh, and KBHD uses it. Yeah, this one's powered by Dark Sky. Okay, I'm using <laughs> Dark Sky. Mine's more accurate than yours. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Mine's powered by Dark Sky, so it's the same API. Currently 30 feels like 25, mostly cloudy. You said partly cloudy. I said mostly cloudy. <laughs> okay. Oh, mine just changed to mostly cloudy. Look at that. Oh, it just changed to feels like 24. Boom. Okay, we are talking way too much about the weather. Looks like I, my app is more up to date. <laughs> well, I, I just had to tap on mine to update it. It's probably updated like an hour ago or something. Mm-hmm. Excuses, excuses. Okay, so uh, what did you want to talk about today? Well... There's a few things that I wanted to talk about because I'm the only one that matters. So <laughs> <laughs> let's. Um, I'm Josh, by the way. This is only our second episode, so in case you forgot my name, I'm the better looking one. I'm Richard. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm Nathan. Dang. <laughs> Josh, is me, Josh is giving me the. I'm not buying that stare. Yeah. So let, let's. You know, let, we both, we're both programmers, right? Programmers, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> making fun of the way I talk. It's almost as bad as making fun of the way I look. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're both programmers. Um, I'm more of a programmer than Nathan is. You gonna? You just gonna just go with that? I'm, I'm just waiting to see if you you uh, <laughs> want to bite on my little egging there or whatever. No, nope, I'm gonna let that one slip by. Because it's true, and you know it. <laughs> I currently no. have a job as a programmer. Nathan does not. That's that's what I'm getting at there. <laughs> True. Though, I have an app on the App Store. I'm in school for programming. Boom. QA is not a programming job. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> QA automation, please. But... Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> All I heard there was the start of the Jaws theme. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, let's dive into this. We wanted to, I wanted to talk about what, what it's like getting a programming job or having a programming job while in a band for you and in school for me. So how do you feel about that? Depressed? Well, <laughs> no, not really. I feel like my goals have changed as things have gone on because uh, I am not going to school to be a programmer. I'm trying to do it on my own. And so about a year and a half ago, holy crap, has it been a year and a half? Yeah. About a year and a half, I decided to actually make a go at it. Oh, yeah. That's that's when I quit <clears throat> the bank job and decided to really dedicate into it as well, right? Yeah. It was like August or August, something for yeah. me of 2017. And I joined in like the beginning of September or something like that. Um, And because I was just wanted I really enjoy programming and just wanted to do it. So I went to school for commercial music, which is not writing jingles. <laughs> everyone says that drives everyone, me crazy. Everyone was always just like, commercial music, is that like like advertising? <laughs> yeah, trust like me. Marketing? Crazy. You do marketing? <laughs> like, no. 
Not marketing. No. I, I'd even do the Gruda Green. It pisses me off. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So for anyone who's wondering, it's actually more about recording studios, like learning how to be an audio engineer and also like music composition and stuff like that. So theoretically you could make jingles with it, but that is like but who wants to make jingles? Zero like zero people. The people that are making jingles just hate their lives. I'm what if, are assume. they rich though? I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure the person that came up with like McDonald's jingle and O'Reilly's jingle since it's been used for like 30 years. Yeah. Then again, um, you know the Tetris theme song? E- uh, I'm sure I'd recognize it if I heard do, it. Do, 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 oh, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah. Um, Wait, but that's not even... That is the Tetris theme song. But is that originally by Tetris? Yeah. I feel like that was stolen it was written, from something else. It was stolen from the composer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the state, back in the day, the Russian state, stole it from the dude <laughs> and used it <clears throat> used it for, for a game. Like, the I've, I read up on this, whatever, the, the guy, like has received no compensation for it like ever really yeah that sucks because Tetris. And i, I, is I need a to double game. check that i need to double check that but from from what i remember reading his life that that song made him big because it was his he wrote it or whatever but it was stolen from him and hmm. no one did any the government did nothing about it or they helped with it like to make it stolen because it was it was for the state or whatever to make the state look good because it was a game that was popular out of russia I didn't know Tetris was Russian. Yeah. I also, remember. fun fact, we sang <clears throat> a song in men's choir that was that melody. It was a Russian song. And uh, yeah. it had that same I've heard melody. that a ton of stuff has been based off of it and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I misread it and I don't know. Well, our listeners will tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, all negative 14. Yeah, seriously. That joke again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, back to what we were talking about before. Um, I just, yeah, so I just want to start programming. So I picked up um, some courses on like, I think it was um, treehouse.com or teamtreehouse.com is I think what their URL is. Treehouse. And started doing their Swift development because I'm a big Apple fan. And did that for a while and then took a month off, saved up a bunch of money, sold a bunch of stuff, and took a month off to write an app. And then I've been slowly working on it. Slowly working on it. I did a big update a couple... Actually, has it been like a year? It's about a year ago I think I did a big update on it. Um, I've been slowly rolling out updates. Um and now I'm going to do a web app for it because <clears throat> right now it's only iPhone um, just so people can check their stuff on the website. And it'll also help me like learn Angular and do more web development, which I know zero things about at this point. Um, so Nice, 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 nice. So that was my thing. It was to get a programming job and then do music on the side because, um, you know, playing a band, and but we're local, so we don't do much, so I could have a full-time job. But now, uh, as of, like, a couple months ago, we've been doing a lot more, like, traveling. We've gone to California a couple times, played in Nevada, we've gone up to Idaho, we're going to Europe can in really, a month. Really, can you actually really call going to Idaho as traveling? Uh, yeah, because it was like a three- or four-hour drive. But it's Idaho. I know. I didn't like it any more than you. Obviously, I actually wouldn't mind living in Idaho someday. (laughs) Yeah, there are parts of it that are really neat, but Um, anyway, dissing Idaho aside, (laughs) 
Europe. You're going to Europe soon. Yeah, so going to Europe, and then we have two shows in Colorado. Nice. So we've been doing more stuff, and the the it is, as a band, and we may get to play South by Southwest in Austin, and we're planning more tours and stuff like that. So I feel like my my uh, priorities have kind of shifted a little bit because it used to be like programming was the main focus, music was on the kind of in, the back burner. Yeah, but, but it, was, it was still on a burner. Yeah, it was like kind of on the back burner, but we still did it. But I didn't have a ton to do with it. Um, just you know, played live shows and stuff. But then um, it kind of switched around. So now I feel like we have a lot of stuff. And right now I just work crappy jobs, you know, making like $14 an hour job that I absolutely hate. But it allows me to be a little bit more flexible with the band stuff. So like if we actually did do something, I could quit and it wouldn't like do anything, Um, which would be much harder to do if I were in a programming position. You know, like making as a making way more money as a junior developer, it would be way harder for me to justify quitting. And so now I'm just kind of I'm doing programming on the side, hoping to slowly build up my skills and uh, just to the point where when I do have the opportunity to get a job, I actually have the skills to do it. So that's why I'm writing a web app. So I'm more fluent in web development. That's why I actually do have a development job but it's only 10 hours a week <laughs> um, unfortunately developing apps uh for this one particular guy unfortunately nathan has a really bad habit of underselling himself like crazy when people ask him what he's up to so i don't i don't really have much faith that he'll get a job anytime soon <laughs> true <laughs> just kidding no that's true <laughs> savage <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah so that is basically where I'm at, where like it would be great to get a programming job, but I'm not actively pursuing it until we play out the band thing. Cause like yeah. you never really know. But I and I also really, really enjoy doing band stuff. Like playing yeah. shows, traveling, like touring and playing live and recording and stuff like that. So I do all of our or most of our recording. So yeah, that's kind of where I am at right now. Yeah. What about you? You, I feel like, have a so, lot different. So let's see. Situation. So two years ago, like was it two years ago? Yeah, two years ago this March. So here in a, a couple weeks, um, I um, realized that I really didn't want to go to medical school. I was I was a pre med. Uh, yeah. I was in college doing a pre med, and I was at UVU, and I was I was literally hating all four of my classes. Every single one sucked. I was in math, um, philosophy, and ethics. Um, biology and atmosphere. So like whatever it's called, meteorology, like 101 or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that was the most interesting one, but he never gave homework ever. Like I would, it was till March, the semester from January, February to March. He had never done any homework. He had just <laughs> shown us slides every single day. It was interesting when you paid attention. But unfortunately, I have a hard time paying attention, so I need homework to learn stuff. So the most interesting class I was in was awful for me. Um, and what, what I honestly should have done is switch classes. Cause yeah. Um, I had just barely hit the deadline to be able to withdraw and only get a W on my transcript instead of, um, an F or whatever. What or, does the W stand for? Withdraw. Withdraw. Oh. Yeah. And it doesn't affect your GPA. Whereas if you withdraw after that date, you get the grade that you have in the class. Oh, okay. And so I, I had just about to hit there. So I withdrew from my music class cause it was, I already knew everything. 
because I'm a musician and it was literally the most basic music class because I was like, oh, that'll be easy. But it was an 8 a.m. class. Gosh. And I was having a hard time going. And so I kept missing in-class quizzes and I had a bad grade in the class. So I withdrew from it. And then like a week later, I decided I decided I didn't want to do pre-med anymore. And I needed to re like I needed to step out of school and go, okay, what am I doing with my life? And so I unofficially dropped out, meaning I have bad grades because I didn't withdraw from all my classes, only one of them. And I sat there for like, I don't know, three weeks. I was just like, holy crap, what am I doing with my life? I didn't know what to do. And then I decided, you know what? I should learn programming. I enjoy programming. And up to that point in my life, the only reason why I wasn't doing programming or computer stuff in general is because literally all my brothers do it. All of them do it. And I didn't want to be just another Pearson, right? I didn't want to be just another kid in the family that's doing the same thing. I wanted to do my own thing. And I realized that that is a really stupid reason to not do something you enjoy. True. Yeah. Were you living like in Orem at the time of that, or was that? Um, like yeah, that's that was right after I moved in with you. Like okay. literally, right after I moved in with you. So we've been roommates for almost a little over two years. Yeah, dang. Yeah, hmm. good times. Keep going. Actually, two years like a couple weeks ago. Really? This month, February, I moved in. It's like February sixth or something. Oh, you did? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I. Started doing a little few things on Code Academy, um, just learning really basic HTML, CSS, stuff like that. And I realized that I was broke AF. I had no money, and I'm like, you know what? I can't focus on this right now because I'm going to die if I don't get more money. So I started pushing really hard to get a full-time job. Um, and then um, a year later is when um, I... Not a year later, sorry. And then I started working for a bank and delivering pizzas and working for a city. Um, wait, no, was that when I got the job at the city? Yeah, it was. I was working at all three at the same time. I'd go to the bank, I'd get off work there and go to the city, and then a couple nights a week I'd deliver pizza. I can't remember. And while that was happening, um, you started learning more programming. Um, and then some things happened at the bank, and I quit over the drama. Because I was also the only male there, and I did not feel particularly um, protected there. So I quit over the drama, and don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> yeah, neither would I. That was pretty, pretty stupid. So I then was just like, well, um, I earn enough money right now to survive, barely. What am I doing with my extra time in the morning? And so I decided to, decided to start going with Nathan over to the school and learning programming. And I did that for four months, and then I got a job contracting as web developer, and um, that was a really good learning experience for me because I did not know anything and never completed a project. And I learned a ton, and then I got a job where I am and now, and I started going to school again, this time for computer engineering, software engineering specifically. Also, software engineers are real engineers. <laughs> <laughs> they are real engineers. A lot of engineers like to pretend they're not, but they are because they maintain and build systems just like every other engineer. Yeah, especially in Java because you have to build a horse factory to build a horse. That's true. <laughs> just kidding. I think that's just object-oriented programming in general. Yeah, so <clears throat> right now, are you – because right now you do QA, but you eventually want to move into like f like actual like development and not mm -hmm. just do testing, correct? 
Yeah, I'd much rather be a real developer. I want to get into C++ development right now because that's the programming language I enjoy the most. And front-end web development's really bland. Yeah, it's not fun. It's, it, I could see how it'd be interesting, but right now it's pretty bland. Especially if you're just doing HTML, CSS. Because, I mean, that's... that's I don't like those. You, you don't really do that much anymore unless you're working for, like, really small companies. Most people do things in, like, Angular and whatnot. Yeah. There's very minimal HTML and CSS. I don't mind Angular. I just, as a Apple user, I would much rather use Swift and use all, all of um, Apple's frameworks and APIs for everything. Yeah. So with our backgrounds out of the way, like how do you feel about how do you feel about like managing your time in general between band stuff and learning programming? Like how does how do you feel about kind of the whole situation? Like what bugs you about it? What do you like about it? Um <clears throat> well, I'm kind of I feel like cuz the band like it's not like I do a ton of stuff with them like we go we go to practice and but it's not like when I have free time I'm always doing band stuff um and so it's something that I can kind of not devote a ton of mental energy to because we go and we practice and when I'm there at practice you know I'm practicing and so that's where my mental energy goes but then when I'm not there it's not like I can I don't know, do a ton of other things related to the band without the rest of the band. So my mental energy is mostly geared towards programming, um, which is nice. It's good. So I built the website that this thing is hosted on. And so like that was a programming project that I really liked. Had to learn how to use WordPress. Um, Developed and the mutual a... hatred for WordPress that I have as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I can see how it would be useful if I knew it way more, but as someone who doesn't okay. want to be a web developer, I just don't I, like it. <laughs> I have decided that WordPress is amazing simply because it makes what's a difficult or tedious job of writing HTML and CSS into an incredibly easy drag and drop sort of thing. Yeah, but you can't actually drag and drop anything. It depends. Which is but kind of part, frustrating. Right. But, I, you know, you look at it and, I mean... easy yeah it's boring but it's easy i find it i mean i haven't done a lot of web development so i don't i find it a little bit unintuitive and i also yeah, I find agree. it um complicated enough to be dangerous but not powerful i mean it is super powerful but at it's least what i was trying areas. to do it had some limitations that were driving me crazy and the way around them I would have had to like do a, do a lot of work for like one little change that I wanted to happen, and I was just like, "It's not worth it." And so that's I web development. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like I, that's my experience with web development in general is you have to do a lot of work for very little things. Yeah, and like if I were cause like I did the same like a similar type of thing when I was doing my app on the iPhone, but that was more interesting Enjoyable. because it was like yeah. backend stuff, like trying to figure out how I wanted to save this data, how I wanted to, tr you know, like, um, alter it and stuff like that. So that was more interesting than just, I want this, uh, like H1 tag to be at this particular location and they wouldn't let me do it. So I scrapped it. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm trying to do programming, like, Man, and I do have plenty of time to do programming and to work on my own projects. Yeah, man, you're basically lazy. Um, <laughs> just sitting around all all day. 
Um, but I am not actively trying to find a development job yeah. unless I get something remote, which what yeah. I have right now, it's totally remote. I work 10 hours a week for a guy up like, keeping his apps. It'd and, be awesome if I could get you a job where I'm working because that would, that would really be perfect for what you're doing right now. Because like for yeah. me, my job is so great because I can go to work at my desk if I want to and have two monitors and stuff. Or um, for the most part, they're completely fine with me working remotely. It's like all they care about is, you know, results. Yeah, and I would love that. Because then, because like Erica, who's in my band, has an interview with his company. Yeah. And so if she gets it, hopefully it'll be a little bit similar. Like she won't be in development, obviously, but it won't be quite as similar. She might not be able to work remotely, but she, I, I don't really know how the other side of the company does things. But yeah. I think she'll have a little more restrictions about certain things. Because let's be honest, everyone is really makes things really plush for developers because developers don't like something, they quit, and then you're out of a product. Yeah. So, but, like, I could see it being exactly what she needs. And uh, to me, it's not, like, to, so far what she said is it sounds like it's exactly what she wants. Yeah, because, yeah. And I think she'd be really good at it. And so Wait, we'll see. was it last Wednesday or this next Wednesday? She it's this it. coming Wednesday. Okay, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, because you told me on Friday. Yep. Yeah. Um, I hope she gets it too. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Band stuff, but I don't really need to put that much effort into it as of right now. <clears throat> and then it's just time. Like, that's all it is. I don't have to put any mental energy. And then I can put the mental energy that I have into programming. But with my year of focus or year of basics, it's my theme this year that we talked about last episode. I have been trying to get all those things in place and like pretty solidified before I decide to really jump into the programming thing. So I've been yeah. doing the programming stuff kind of on the side a little bit here and there when I have free time, but I'm focusing more on getting the basic stuff down and yeah. before I you know, hit it a little bit harder. But I'm, I think I'm getting to that point where I think I can start hitting it. I worked on it a little bit this week. I'm designing how I want the website or the web app to look. Um, and then as soon as I have something that generally works, I'll actually start writing some code and create an angular project so yeah that's awesome i i'm a, a similar boat right now with work and school the only difference is um i am getting absolutely slaughtered mentally by both things <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> i go to fun. work and i mean right now things i could be more challenged at work and i'm really glad i'm in a spot right now where i feel comfortable with what i'm doing but it still takes you know 40 hours a week and then after that software engineering is not an easy degree like yeah, I, no, it's not. for some assignments, I have to spend 14, 15 hours working on them. And that's just, it's brutal some days, some weeks, like this week in general, like right now, thankfully it's president's day. If it weren't president's day, I'd have an assignment due at 11 o'clock tonight that will probably take me 15 hours to do. And Gosh. I have only done 20 minutes of it, Gosh, you're <laughs> but it's due tomorrow night. And I'm going to be able to work on it pretty much all day tomorrow at work because my, I've, I've, I'm up to date on all my work tasks. So, and my job is okay with me doing things on my own time there sometimes. And so, I mean, that's, that's wonderful. Um, it's just, there, there are some days where it's just, it's so satisfying to get up and go to work, work my butt off all day and then do homework for four hours at work and then get home at like 9 PM and just be like, dang, today was a productive day. And then there's days where I do the same thing and I get home and I'm like, I hate my life and I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah. not literally. I like, I love my life, but <laughs> still 
it's pretty intense. Like, um, I don't recommend, uh, working full time and going to school three quarter time. I think I might, I, I want to be graduated in two years and that's, if I keep my current rate the same for the, the next two years, I'll be graduated. But, it, but I'm, I'm also thinking about maybe going to half time instead of three quarter time. Like just one less class a semester. Just I mean, it'd take me a full almost a year longer to graduate. But yeah, it might might be worth it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how I can handle the the upper division classes. It took me forever to graduate. Seven years. Five. Five. Maybe five years. It took my and sister I, nine years. And I took like fourteen, fifteen credits a semester, and it still took me five years. Gosh, that's insane. That's a bad degree. Yeah. I mean, I did take a bunch of auxiliary classes. Like I took two programming classes just for fun and I wanted to take an art class. I don't think I actually did. No, I didn't. But I took a bunch of like fun classes. Yeah. Ones that are not, not fun per se, like skiing, but ones that were related to interesting things that I yeah. wanted to do. So but. I'm pretty excited though right now because I, I work for a company that's really good. looks good on a resume. I'm doing school. And when I graduate, that'll look really good. And those two together will like really set me apart from other developers. Yeah. I think once you graduate, you'll be able to get a good job. I mean, you could get one before, I'm sure. I probably could get one in like six months. But I mean, I already have a pretty damn good job. Like I make more than the average 25-year-old technically. But I'm not rich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, none of us are. Yeah, so – so the other day I was talking um, to change subjects a little bit. I was talking to my girlfriend about um, some uh, um, habits people have of, of how people want to date when they're married. And she brought up something I thought was really interesting I wanted to talk about called the two-by-two-by-two two two rule. Have you ever heard of it? I had never heard of said rule. Before I mentioned it, yeah. Um, so basically the gist of it is two-by-two-by-two um, two by two is every two weeks you have a date where it's just you and your spouse. Every two months, you have a more fancy date. It's just something a little more low-key. Pull out the pearls in a little black dress. I mean, I'm a dude, but yeah. I mean, not for you, sorry, for your wife. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that would be more common for, like, uh, other people. (laughs) The spouse does that. I, You know, something nice, go to a fancy restaurant if you can afford it, or set something up at home that's fancy. Dress up for it, look nice. And then every two years, you go on a couple's getaway. Um, <laughs> that totally sounds like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rob a bank, just get away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking of like uh, like you get those spam calls. It's like, you have been selected for a couple's getaway. You know, Please don't hang up. <laughs> yeah. You have been drawn from a list. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like- yeah, I totally entered my name into that list. Not. <laughs> yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. So – what do you think about that? Could you see any potential problems with so, such a tradition or anything like it, or do you think it would be good? So like for me, someone who likes a lot of structure, like in my life, like I literally have reoccurring tasks in my task manager for every single thing I do. Um, <clears throat> having something that's really structured, like every two weeks we do a date, every two months we do this, every two years we do that, I like. Um, so do you do like in between dates? Because I know like a lot of Couples say like they go on a date every Friday night. Is the I don't think so. So this I is mean, just I mean, every two weeks you the, go on. These a, are on like a official date. set apart times, like that you do things for sure. I, I'm sure there's ad libbing in between. Like, oh, let's go watch a movie. Yeah, I but see like that. these are ones where you the rule is like no kids allowed. Absolutely okay, no yeah. kids allowed for these things. You have to have a babysitter or something else like that. And it's just it's meant 
time for just you and your spouse to, or your significant other to, to give yourselves to each other, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't see any problem with that. And then the two, every two months you have a fancier dinner. That's, or a fancier date. Yeah. That's nice as well. Cause then yeah. it kind of changes things up every once in a while. Cause you don't want to do that every week or every other week because then you'd be broke or bored of dressing up. That's true. And actually dressing up and doing something like going out to eat and stuff is way more fun than it sounds. Like it is. It we did that is. for uh, Danny's birthday. I have a friend, uh, his name is Dagan and his wife, Danny. And uh, for her birthday, she wanted me, uh, those two obviously. Okay, that's weird. Me and Derek <laughs> and just like a couple other friends. Actually, I think it was only me and Derek. And maybe what Zach was there. Well, Dagan was there too, just obviously. Kidding. Gosh, I'm like, you're only good. Like, she wanted a date with you? No. <laughs> Sorry. That um, was... And uh, we just went to a restaurant. We dressed up really nice in a suit. Spent all your stuff. money? No, we actually we went to the Cheesecake Factory. Um, Spent all your time? So it's, yeah. That place takes forever. The problem with the cheesecake, okay, here's the problem. Side tangent here. The problem with the Cheesecake Factory is that their menu is like a chapter book. <laughs> it is so frustrating. I just need so, can you just tell me the three things on the menu? I just want Don't simplistic. they do like a million different things too? Yeah, it's like you can order uh, Italian food, you can order American food, you can have uh, I don't know if you can do Mexican. You probably can. Why not? You can do sushi. You can I don't know actually about that one because I've only been once. But you can do so many different types of food. They just have pages and pages of menu items and it just becomes so overwhelming. You're trying to decide what to eat for like days. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Unless you're impulsive and then you see one thing and go, ooh, that's good and ignore the rest of the menu. Yeah. I just don't have that self control. Yeah. I have like, to look I look at the first. whole menu. Like, I see something like, oh, that sounds kind of good. And then I'm like, but there might be something better. Yeah. And I do that. Right. And then I find like five or six things that all sound good. And then I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. well, crap. You slowly narrow them down. <laughs> like, okay. And then eventually you get to the point where it's just two things you're choosing from and you flip a coin and then it lands on the one you actually don't want. So you choose the other one. I always just choose. I always get down to the two, the last two. And then I always just make a split second decision when the waiter asks me. So what would you like? Um, <clears throat> I'll do uh, the fettuccine. Oh wait, no, no, no. Let's do the other one. <laughs> yeah, and I always, I always form it. Um, but yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, dressing yeah. up is fun, and then two year every like having a vacation every two years is nice as well. As long I mean, as who doesn't want remember. to have a nice vacation with their their significant other? Well, neither of us are married, so we don't really know. I know that's why like... I want one. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it would seem. I guess it'd be nice. Have one. Uh, yeah, no, that that would be good because I feel like that it's healthy. I feel like that type of thing, Should like a couple's anyway. vacation, would be pretty like hard or easy to forget. Yeah, forget or to, 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 to like put on the back burner because you have kids and you have jobs and all that stuff. So yeah, I think the point of it as well is the two by two by two is on the off weeks you're doing family activities with like your kids and stuff. Oh, so yeah, okay. like one Friday night you're with your family doing things with them, and then the next Friday night it's date night. Oh, okay, yeah. and then. I don't think anything matters for the fancy stuff. Like you don't do fancy stuff with your family because that's just a hassle. Yeah, that'd be horrifying. Could you like, imagine trying to dress up? Let's all dress like up a- and go to <laughs> Ruth Chris's. Or Ruth's Chris or whatever it's called, the super expensive steakhouse. I've never been there. Neither have I. I've heard it's really good, but I've heard like a $50 gift card only pays for like half of it for one person or two people. Yeah. See, the thing is I'm not a steak guy. Like I've never really had – I had one really, really nice steak on my mission. 
from a guy who took us to a nice fancy restaurant. But other than that, I don't just I don't order steaks like ever. Blasphemy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> they so, hurt my teeth. Then you're getting the wrong cut and cheap cut. No, even this nice one. I mean, it's not and like the they still cheap. chew nice, but just beef in general. It doesn't matter how it's cooked, unless it's ground beef, obviously. Uh, it just hurts my teeth. I have weak teeth, apparently. I don't know what it is. How do you eat chips? Chips, the thing about chips is they crunch and they're done. It's the beef that's kind of, I don't know. It like Is it a little, it's like sort of, so foods that that squish before breaking... And they have a little bit of suction hurt your teeth? Yeah. So like gummies? Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Gummies okay. hurt my teeth as well. So okay, like, it's sense. not like I'm eating rocks. But yeah. yeah Maybe you I should lay why. off on the uh, chewing metal objects. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew that was going to be a problem. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so. Well. Do we want to? Well, hell, you, what are your thoughts on the two by two by two? Oh, the two by two. Oh, I <laughs> you guess. never mentioned it. You I guess interrogate you and call it good. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just trying to find out if we're compatible. Gosh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh god. No, I actually really, really like that idea. Like, I always, I've always liked the idea of a date night, but I've never thought about a system. And systems appeal to me so much. I love systems, and systemizing dating is just. <laughs> perfect <laughs> especially if you can get the girl on board with it like that sounds yeah. really nice like kind two of by two by two to that's, the that's good. nerdy nerdy audience for sure and i honestly never thought about like how i've always just kind of like oh if i feel like i'm in the mood for a fancy thing let's do a fancy thing but when it's expected and planned for like that's yeah that's nice that's that's just syst- systematically doing something is just the best yeah maybe i need to systematically date people there there you go it's just going to be bad news bears, dude. <laughs> it's going to be bad news bears for my spouse just because I like to systematize everything. And I think that will probably drive her crazy. So. Can systemat- systematize sounds weird. There has to be a systemically organized. <laughs> that doesn't sound any better. That's pro- more accurate <laughs> grammatically. Um, <laughs> no, Um. yeah, I could see that. I mean... I think that, that you just got to choose a spouse that understands that about you and either puts up with it and, li- and is fine with it or likes it. I want someone who is an engineer. <laughs> no, Josh. <laughs> Honestly, I think it'd be cool to have a wife who like is a woman. Well, <laughs> duh. But <laughs> someone who's like artsy, like someone who like okay. who plays the violin or plays well, the piano. You're in a band, so you're you're gonna attract. Who, All them art chicks. Yeah, except not ones that like play in bands per se. Like I don't want. What that about the ones that are groupies? No, not really. You don't want them. to... I mean, I don't mind them being interested in the band. I just don't want them to be like, oh, let's start a band, you know, or like, oh, I want to be in a band. Oh, I, I want have them to be, to be at every single one of your shows forever. Yeah, I kind of rather have someone who is likes music but is more into like maybe was classically trained, plays like classical piano or something, uh, or maybe like paints. I think that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. So you want someone to marry who's kind of quiet? Who's like a grandma already. Basically, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, I like those things too, but <clears throat> things are good. I, I'm I'm perfectly content with. Um, I, pretty much the only only thing I'm looking for in a spouse is someone I can be happy with, and someone that has the same and religious goals as me, and yeah, isn't true. obnoxious as I'll get out. <laughs> So, a.k.a. someone I can be happy with. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I can see what you mean. You ready to move on to the doozy of a topic? <clears throat> sure, about I don't know much about this, and I haven't bulldoze really... this this podcast and on, on episode two. <laughs> I haven't really formulated my thoughts on this subject either, but... I, I'm still in I'm the gonna process. Pl- I'm going to play some devil's advocate, so I hope you're ready. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> let's, uh, let's have you explain what, what we're okay. going to. <clears throat> so, recently, I was having a conversation with a close friend of mine um, about vaccination in general, and... Let's open this can of worms. <laughs> yeah. Um, a good portion of my family is against vaccination. Um, just that, What are your really... thoughts on a vaccine just in general, the idea of vaccination? The idea of vaccination, do it. Okay. The idea of it. How it is currently implemented, I don't know. I'm not well enough educated to say because there is a lot of things – there are a lot of things that have changed with vaccination in the last 50 years that are substantial things that have changed like from chemical like ingredient composition to the number of vaccinations to um things that are being vaccinated against etc 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 anyway i found out um so i've already kind of heard this before the last couple years but this conversation kind of sparked the like lit the fire onto me to actually finally start researching it and that is the um because the topic of abortion right now in the united states is pretty big with new york um, yeah. legalizing abortion up to full term, um, and Virginia discussing it. And I think it's Vermont, Vermont. Yeah. Not Virginia. Well, Virginia might be discussing it. Who am I to say? Every state's <laughs> discussing it. Let's be honest. Some are condemning it. Some are not, but like the whole topic of abortion right now has been kind of a big thing on my mind. And I remember vaguely hearing that vaccinations included human tissue from aborted fetuses. And I decided to finally do my research on that. And what I found out is yes and no. So yes, they contain human tissues, but they're human strains. So basically in the 60s, there was an abortion in Sweden. And they took that deceased child and took cells from her lungs, her kidneys, other parts of that, and began cultivating those those tissues and begin and that's what we have now is generations down the down the road we have cultures made from that aborted fetuses tissues that they develop these vaccinations in so it's still only the one um or do they keep there's having conflicting to use information on that so <clears throat> for the major vaccine vaccines like mmr the rubella portion of that it is still the same strain like from that one baby oh, okay and there, there's some conflicting information from both sides on whether or not other vaccines use human strains or fresh aborted fetus stuff. Mm-hmm. And personally, I'm against abortion completely, 100% against it, and um, not 99.5% against it. And the 0.5% of the cases where I'm okay with it is in the case of incest, rape, and abuse, and... Um. Uh, for the health of the mother, like yep. Life uh, or death of the 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 mother. Yeah. So, from a complete like step back and look at things, I support the abortion up to full term, but I'm completely against it after a certain number of weeks of gestation, because the child can survive on the out outside, and you can terminate the pregnancy without killing the child. So there's no reason to abort the child. So that said, finding out about about 
the vaccination issue and where this human strain comes from, I still haven't completely formulated an opinion, but I think I know where I'm going to end up, and that is that I hate it, and we think we need to need to pursue developing vaccines using um, properly donated human tissue <laughs> because the original abortion that caused this was because the family did not want the child, and I do not want experimentation on murdered people. That, that just screams Nazism to me. <laughs> and so, yeah. Hmm. this I, I, I really dug into this the other day. I probably spent four hours reading about human the history of human experimentation, how the laws currently are for it, how, how the laws revolve around um, adult experimentation that are live, how it revolves around deceased experimentation, things like that. Hmm. And... I think that abortion provides a loophole to get around the laws of consent in regards to experimentation. Because according to one paper that was written in 1986, there are some people who ab- abort a child and never know that that child's remains were experimented on. Hmm. And I have a problem with that. I think that is a abhorrent practice. What are your thoughts? Just on the whole topic in general, just kind of now that it's introduced. <clears throat> so... I guess for me, I don't know. Um, Just think of the babies, man. Gosh, sorry. It's horrifying. <laughs> this is such a downer topic. It is. Um, I feel like for me, like with you, I'm basically 99.5% against abortion. Um, and uh, it seems like I'd be against a lot of these things that you're mentioning um, just because it seems shady. Yeah. Um, but I'm still debating if I like what the what the what my moral line would be against getting vaccinations that I knew use that type of like thing. So I don't I don't really know. I it, I guess it depends on if this was like a like the Swedish child that you know is we're still using the same culture or whatever versus ones that are more fresh. They have to keep using them. Yeah. Um. That seems like it would be it's different. It's a pretty big distinction. It is a big distinction. Um, I don't know. I just think of, I guess to play devil's advocate, if the babies are already being aborted, like we should use them instead of just th- throwing them away. Gosh, this is awful. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like obviously like part of me like doesn't agree with that and feels like, you know, abortion shouldn't be a thing like period or, you know, anyway, but like if I feel like in this world we're, we're getting more and more like abortion is just going to get a bigger and bigger thing. It's going to get more and more wider acceptance because that's just how how the the world world is. That's the way the world is. And so like, I'm wondering, I guess for me, the query is if, if we can use them, should we? If we can make them at all useful, because they're gonna, it's gonna happen anyways. I don't know. Like, I still don't love that idea. Like, it still puts a bad taste in my mouth. But I don't know. Yeah, the issue I have with that um, specifically is that you know, in the church, um, human life is supposed to be honored mm-hmm. and respected, including human bodies. Yeah, and um, I know that even the law respects a human body that is not consensually donated. So for example, if an adult dies, 
and they don't give permission to donate their body for science, they it is illegal to tamper with their body. It's like an organ donor type thing? Yeah, exactly. You have to specify beforehand that you're donating or selling your body for medical research. Hmm. Except for babies. Aborted children. Hmm. And so for me, like... When it comes to like the 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 Nuremberg Code of laws, like that came forth because of the Nazi experimentation on the Jews, we have laws regarding human experimentation where they must give informed consent. Not necessarily informed, but they must give consent on being um, experimented on. Even children have to give consent. Not only them and their guardian, not only just them, but their guardian as well. Hmm. So that's another thing. Is like this is finding its way around the Nuremberg laws by legalizing abortion to experiment on the children. And so it's not necessarily why, le- why abortion is legalized. Obviously, it's not why abortion is legalized. But the fact that it happens makes me question the morality of abortion and this practice of experimenting on these deceased fetuses um, because... If abortion weren't legal, they would not be able to do it. Yeah, and that's kind of where I think I may fall down as well because it also – like the big argument between the left and the right are that the right value life no matter what. Where the left, it's like, well, it's not a person yet. It's not a human yet, so therefore like it's just cells or whatever. And it's it's reliant on the mother and the mother's rights superseded. Yeah, and so the idea that – it's being done – I mean even without the mother's consent is kind of messed up. But like that she would have kind of the say over it, which is kind of – it just yeah. makes it – it just minimizes the uh, I, the actual – like what it actually is. I My opinion on whether or not the mother should have a say on donating the fetus's corpse um, – <laughs> Is also that the, uh, the argument I have is pretty tenuous on that because in the world, if you abuse your child, you use rights of guardianship over them. The you, state lose, can, you lose the okay. rights of guardianship over them. I said you use rights. So, so I was like, wait, what? If you abort a child, you're murdering them. So, therefore, you lose your rights of guardianship over them according to the law. Except, you know, people don't recognize a fetus as a person as having human rights etc etc and And that's the big that's the big thing big break is that's the big break specifically and so i i think and i could totally see this happening some millennia down the road like how not even millennia 100 years down the road our society looks back at abortion and goes that's worse than nazism (laughs) i can't believe we then also tampered with those bodies or, or, I mean, you know, the big, big things that happen with Planned Parenthood and apparently they're selling body parts and stuff. Goodness. And a lot of people are freaking out over that. Um, like if you think about it without – like you take God out of the equation, they're just a corpse. Yeah. All it is is just matter. Play with it. It's fine. And yeah. it will help us and has helped us understand ourselves better and combat diseases, help children in the womb develop better when they have certain conditions. Like it really has brought medical benefits that are very easily seen. But personally, I don't believe in murdering people for the greater good. Yeah, that's starting to sound like... And like you look at what the Nazis did with Jews, a lot of our knowledge about the human brain came from them tampering with live Jew 
like human experimentation on the brain. Maybe not a lot of it anymore because we've had a lot of research since then. Yeah. But for a while, a significant amount of our research um, on the human brain and how it worked came from experimentation on Jews and disabled people by the Nazis. And yeah, that benefited society as a whole, but holy crap, what they did was wrong. Yeah. And I look at this sort of <clears throat> idea as something similar. Like I still am not completely firm on what I think. My, my opinion might still change as I go. Like I'm still not against vaccination as in general. Like the Catholic Church, I kind of align with them a little bit where if there's no um, other um, – this might have some of my family. But if there's no other way to, to vaccinate against certain diseases, um, I don't know enough yet about them in general to really form an opinion, but I still think people should vaccinate. Um, it's just those specific vaccinations. I am even more kind of iffy about now because of finding yeah. out about this. Cause I don't, I don't, if I don't agree with the initial abortion. And so logically I can't agree with it being used to this day. Yeah. I mean, in that regard, would you I mean, you could apply this, well, not totally the same, but similarly to, like, the research that we did on, like, the brain stuff that we know about the brain and, like, a bunch of other stuff that had happened to the Jews uh, or a lot of research that we got from them. Could you say that you don't want to use that either? Is that something that, like, it would – does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Because the that. way that we got that information um, was also my nefarious. My stance kind of is – the knowledge we gain from that, we can't forget. Like, that would be stupid. Yeah. Because we should – it happened, and and they paid the price for it, um, meaning justice was met for them. That doesn't mean we should get rid of the research that they made, that they had because it is useful. Um, it's not like we're continuing to use them. <laughs> so it's not like that's we're continuing – That's how it kind of differences like, a The, the bit, difference yeah. is we're continually using the byproduct of their, in my opinion, crimes – when we should find an alternative. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, mm -hmm. like, for example, we're not still torturing Jews to learn, like, to, that, like, we're not using the byproduct of their torturing other than just the knowledge that they learned. Yeah. And I mean, knowledge is, is just understanding truth, and truth does not belong to any one individual or any one action. So if we discover truth by doing something awful, that doesn't mean that that's truth needs to be discarded. Yeah, because it makes sense. To, yeah, but makes sense. I think we should discard the human strain that comes from this crime of an abortion and find a more suitable abortion if we need to. Like, it, for example, if someone lost their child in spite of everything they did, we could still use that if the if the parents agree. That would yeah. be much more preferable over we didn't want any more kids, killer. Yeah. Which is what happened. I don't know. Yeah. I'm still I'm still obviously forming my opinion on on the whole thing. In general, I don't like this and it makes me feel sick and that makes me want to say no. But it's a super complicated issue. I mean, it's almost been this is nineteen sixty when it happened. It's almost been how many years? Bad math. Right sixty. Now. Sixty almost. years. It's almost been sixty years since since this issue started. And so I think what we need to do is just prevent it from ever happening again. Yeah. Really. It's kind of like the <clears throat> the whole um, 
idea. I mean, we learned about this in ethics and values, just about the the two different philosophies on morals, where one of them is that you I can't remember. It's like one of them was spelled out by Kant, and there was another guy, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's been a while. Um, but one of them was that you do the right thing always, and then like. You did the right thing. So even if bad things happen because you did the right thing, you still did the right thing. So everyone should just do the right thing regardless of outcome. Yeah. The other one is that the outcome, the good outcome is the moral thing. So having a good outcome is the highest. What makes it right. Yeah, is what makes it right. Exactly. So you can do nefarious things or things that would theoretically potentially be slightly unethical. Exactly. If ethnic, ethically ambiguous things. Exactly. Ethically ambiguous things in order to get a like some like a, a good outcome, which I don't really agree with yeah. because it's too hard to be able to tell that this will lead to a good outcome. Personally, I think the individual's rights um, supersedes that of the group. So if one person dies or has is mistreated because of a, a, um, striving for the greater good of the whole, it's wrong, in my opinion. Yeah, and I I'm kind of more in the yeah individual rights and also the just do the right thing, and then like whatever happens after will happens, yeah. be okay. You know, yeah. like even if it's bad, like something bad happens, like you still need to do the right thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I think I'm done with this topic. Yeah, that was depressing. Pretty heavy. <laughs> My gosh, it's really heavy. <laughs> um. I guess we can wrap up. Um. All right, let's see what the temperature is right now. Now it says it's 30 and feels like 25. Hmm. That's not much of a change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really expect it to change that much. I know, it's just kind of fun. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in uh, yeah. to our depressing discussion. Yeah, my gosh. We're... We should have had that in the middle and then had more. Yeah, uplifting stuff. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we next week will be more uh, uplifting. Hopefully. Let's talk about... Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something even darker. Um, let's not. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, keep it bright, bright yeah. for you guys next week. Yeah, Thanks. see you guys.